the, the in terms of a parent, I think you never outgrow the anxiety. Yeah. And it just takes different forms depending on, yeah. you know. And even with my mom, I see her still get anxious over us, and it's like, dude, for real. <laughs> so I, I think you never outgrow it. Yeah. But there are some aspects where you understand that nature will take its course and you learn to respect that better. Mm. And, and you then you, you can be a bit more patient and, and let it play out. Yeah. Like the other angle I want to explore, and I think knowing, knowing the both of you, like you guys are pretty ambitious people <coughs> in terms of um, like your own personal stuff. Like Ronald is an entrepreneur and um, you actually you work, yeah. like, like, like regular work. And in both of your fields, you guys are pretty much driven. So and most of the young couples that are coming up now they also have kind of like the same mix because either people are <coughs> actively working sorry, or, sorry and somebody's That's entrepreneurial and all that so how is it for you in terms of marilyn i think you'd like to go first like how is it for you in terms of balancing motherhood and career during the pregnancy phase and and, and all that so pregnancy phase the balancing act i've been very fortunate as a pregnant woman um until my third child i i pretty much didn't have any complications i had high energy levels wow. so i could really push and i remember sometimes my colleagues would even laugh and say please don't follow mary you know that not everybody's <laughs> like this so you know so in terms of the energy and, and just the, the pregnancy phase I was good until my, my, my third child. My, my third child, by the eight month or so, I crashed. And then I felt really ill. I had low, you know, usually people have high blood pressure. I had low blood pressure, low blood sugar. Um, I, I had this bad habit right from my first of after a while, I put the child on a diet from the womb. Because I'm like, look, when you come out, you'll be fat. Don't be fat inside me because I don't want to push out a big baby. So... Um, and it's, it's interesting, so you realize having a baby is really a parasitic relationship mm -hmm. because they take everything from you. Mm -hmm. If you're not eating well, they will still take whatever they you know, take. Your hair will start falling. Like you don't have mm -hmm. your multivitamins, your skin will become solid. Like they take everything. So you, you better take care of yourself uh, because they're going to take it, whether you give it to them or not. Um, uh, and you have people who had to learn that, like, <coughs> the people who they lose their teeth, so the calcium deficiency, their bones wow. become more, br yes, they take what they need. It's how nature has built it. So you then realize that your diet, your, your multivitamins become very important. Tell your woman that's very mm. important. Otherwise, they take what they need. Um, and, and so I, I was in this cycle where I would, after a while, start cutting down on my intake okay. so I don't have too big a baby. And by my third, my third child just vexed and said, I ain't about this life, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I, I, I crashed, like I crashed, like, um, and so I then had to be on a schedule to, even if it was an, an apple, just a piece of fruit, I had to be on a schedule to eat. Mm -hmm. regularly because the child was not having it's like what you did to my brothers you want to try with me no <laughs> i'm gonna show you who's in town <laughs> so um so that period though i was generally lucky yeah. and, and able to manage it with the work pressures mm -hmm. and i had great colleagues um i had i had a colleague who took it upon himself to feed me Mm. And he would just think, oh, when, when last did you eat? You know, I had people who would just look out for me. 
So it's also to say to those who are working, if you have someone around you, you know, look out for them even when they're not looking out for themselves. I think it's mm. very important that you're yeah. aware of that. Yeah. I also had great bosses yeah. who were understanding when you, because you would have antenatal, you have yeah. all these funny things that you need to do. And I had great bosses who never gave me any flack or made me feel guilty. I know mm. some moms who that's not their story. Yeah. Um, and, and you feel guilty even asking for time off. I also know people who've had very difficult pregnancies, had to go on bed rest because mm. they've had several miscarriages. Yeah. And if they didn't go on bed rest, they probably would have also miscarried. Right. And so it's, it's just to use the opportunity <laughs> to say that there is a need for like the communal support. Yeah. It takes a yeah. community yeah. to have a successful delivery. Um, yeah. And I always had that. When our daughter broke her arm at three months, I, mm. I remember that was one of the most traumatic periods for me as a mom. And I was all weepy. And I, I could be pretty, you know, pretty in control yeah. as an employee, you know. But that period, I was all weepy. It was just really, say, how do a three-month-old break her arm? Like, how does that even happen? And, and I had support. I had people who said, you know, Leave everything you're doing, go. You be with your baby. So, um, my story is really one of gratitude. Um, I couldn't have done it alone uh, mm -hmm. if I didn't have the so much system. love and understanding and support. And of course, people teasing you, laughing, yeah. you know, because suddenly you're so big, you, you know, <laughs> and it's like a house is growing in front of you. So, you have that, those who are ribbing you. And always talking about your twins, even though you were carried only one. So you have all of that going, but really the love at that point. And just to mention, the biggest show of love I think I ever experienced was in Osho D Market. I was, I was, my, my, my baby was doing my, I don't even think my husband knows this. And I went to the market to go and buy Whoa. bed sheets and all of that. I was really big then. And I just snicked off because I wanted to go and look for a great bargain. And there was this guy, because I had seen him from afar. He was clearly a drug addict, or at least mm -hmm. he, no, maybe not. Maybe I'm being exa I'm exaggerating, but he was definitely weeding, all, all smoky. And as he saw me, he said, Esolayo, which means you'll deliver in, in grace or something. Yeah. And it really moved me that even this stoned, like red eyed Agbero could look at me and say a prayer mm -hmm. for me. And that experience made me feel so in love with being African, with being Nigerian, with, mm. with this culture, as crazy as everything is, yeah. with this protective culture that we have to a very large extent for moms, expectant or even mothers with babies. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's really a great thing that we need yeah. to preserve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I totally agree. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ron? How, how did you deal? Yeah, well, um, like I said, and I'll just reiterate, I think um, for me, um, I went on a journey to, I dived into my work and I neglected some of the things that I was meant to have done because I was confused. I didn't know how to do it. All I knew at some point earlier on was just work, 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 work. And the reality is that until two, three years ago, I'm just coming out of that whole process. 
So even when I had responsibilities where I was signaled, I would resist it. I would think it was interfering with my career. So it wasn't an issue of cooperative involvement. Mm -hmm. It was an issue of, oh man, I gotta do this. This is <laughs> problematic. So I, I, you know, in that sense of resistance, I, I just didn't, I just didn't engage with my with the process of parenthood while pursuing my career at, at an, you know at the earlier stages, mm -hmm. and um, and I'm still early in that whole process of coming out of that because one who had invested so many years in all that whole process, um, and then not getting so I think part of what helped me is also thankfully I struggled at some point with the results I was getting and I just yeah. had to like look this is not working and then you, the you get yeah you get to a point where you say look. You start questioning stuff and having my spiritual like i said my spirituality being the baseline for going to, to review my, my where i am and mm -hmm. what i was getting mm -hmm. I, I was able to more recently i'm, I'm navigating out of that oh. so at the earlier stages you know um you know like at the pregnancy stage i i don't know what the experience because i'm not carrying the baby i cannot tell you how it feels sure. in fact the only the only thing i get is look um if I do mention it, oh, well, congratulations, or, ah, correct guy, oh, you know, well done. There's all this stuff that comes to you, and, you, you know, you, you know, I, you, I nod, I accept, oh, man, good, man, and all that. You're taking commendations, but I think about it, there's nothing I've done. I've not performed anything. I'm not. So, so for my wife, for my wife, her experiences, you know, in relation to her career and how it connects to pregnancy stage, would be much more um, um, much more um, involved mm. as opposed to one who doesn't have that physiological connection yeah. with the baby at that early stage. Yeah. Mine started after the baby had come and I was resisting because I felt it was interfering with a lot of the, my time, especially at that early stage of development of my career. So I hadn't planned for it because I hadn't thought through it and I hadn't planned for it and I was... You know, like I told you, at the pregnancy phase, I had all this confusion, which were, which was not resolved. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't know anything. I was just struggling and trying to find my way through the thicket. Mm. And that happened while still trying to struggle my way out of the thicket. They land me and say, look, you got to be doing this. And I'm like, still. So literally, I was a child mm. asked to take care of <laughs> child. Right? So that's really what it was for me. And yeah, I'm all grown up. Everybody sees you as a man. Oh, you're expected to be a father. But I literally was, you know, in my, you know, psychologically, you know, I'm trying to figure stuff out. I'm trying to look for guidance. I need someone to help me. And you're asking me to now look, you know, and all this. So that was my own experience until much later mm. when I, I think experiences um, 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 has, had given me the opportunity for reflection. Hmm. deeper reflection and review and then making the decision and choice to be more involved and, and that's more recently and I'm you know I'm more open to work and be more um, accepting and cooperative as a parent yeah Listen, listening to you I remember I think the toughest time for me would be when we had our third and I was doing my master's so I had hmm. applied for my master's and then found out I was expecting and so when they gave me the admission, I tried to drop out to say, uh-uh, like my life has changed since when I applied. So I'm not sure 
and they encouraged me to say, no, you know, this is a really premium program. Yeah. Give it your best shot. Um, and and I, I allowed them fool me into that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's a big scandal. So, so <laughs> um, it, was, it was probably the toughest. And I think one of the things that helped me was I got to a point where I said to myself mentally mm. that I was willing to put in the sacrifice. Like, I reviewed and I realized it was going to require a sacrifice on my part. Mm. And I had those moments internally where I said, do I want to do this? And am I willing? And I said, yeah. Because at that point, by my second two children, I was able to, to be mm -hmm. exclusive. Um, and... So it was important to me that I would feed. So I would wake up middle of the night to feed my baby, to pump milk because my, you have to pump like several bottles of milk to, for, to feed the child even during the right. day when you're in the office, to read. I learned how to feed with one hand and type assignments with the other. You know, you learn mm -hmm. all sorts. Mm -hmm. And I just told myself, it is only for a period. Mm -hmm. It's a phase. It will pass. Mm -hmm. And I'm willing to. So that was the hardest time for me uh, and Ronald I, I know that I think that some of those critical times like I remember once there was an assignment that I had that I was just struggling because I had like a couple of assignments I was and what he did was he read for me like mm. he read that paper so that he could gist me about it and he mm. crashed my so I read another one he read another one and then we merged you Whoa. know yeah so it was definitely and then even talking about the the breastfeeding like the first time when I was not exclusive, like he was telling me, he was like, look, this thing is so overrated, Joe. Why are you stressing yourself? <laughs> Babies who their moms even pass off, pass on at, at childbirth, don't they drink from so life? Right. Don't they yeah. become intelligent? You know, and he just almost rubbished it. And then I remember by my second when I was exclusive, and he was hailing me, hey, <laughs> factory, go. And I'm like, ah, guy, I thought you said this thing was overrated. He said, hey, now, because that time you were struggling, should I have added to your ally? But now, now that you're able to do it. And it was just so amazing to understand that because I was already putting myself under a lot of pressure. And as women, oh, we can yeah. overthink things. Yeah. And to have him also you know, modulating that yeah. and, and, and taking out some of the pressure just so that I could cope. So I, 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 I mentioned these two examples to say, really, it's much harder. And of course, you know, like I'm listening to you and I'm like, yeah. dude, give yourself a break because, yeah. um, you know, and you have a lot of memories of when you weren't there, but I yeah. also have memories yeah. of when in the midst of your... Confusion. Yes, yeah. you you still. So, so yes, yeah, so I I, I, I were... definitely agree with you that now that you say there are possibly times when I stepped up, I don't I don't think I, I was totally negligent. But no, you I think the, the key thing. I wouldn't me, have allowed you by the way. Yeah, so the not only not only yeah. by your own self. <laughs> right, right, right. So the, I think the key thing I want to point out was that I wasn't conscious, totally conscious. You know, even if I had those moments of, you know stardom of being that great dad it wasn't a fully conscious experience where i was connected with it mm. it was it was something that was more of my nature as mm. opposed you know it was it, i probably found a point where it came but i wasn't you know like i said you know i'm more conscious about that whole experience now as opposed to even those that person that's guys i guess that's why i'm not i don't have such 
uh, significant memories. <laughs> I think it was just a model for me. More than so like, that time, yeah. like from from what you guys have said so far, mm-hmm. like what is striking me, like is the importance of having, like I wouldn't say the right partner because the right partner is like a stretch, like is having a partner that has the presence of mind to be there for you, and most especially for people that are like career driven. So one, what I've seen is like most ladies, like they are career driven once they kind of like have children because they have to basically do it on their own and they don't have partners that are supportive. So it creates that pressure on them and some of them like might not necessarily cope with it. But the, the, the story you gave, how like how kind of like run out red to help you, like for me that's crucial. And for anybody that, that wants to, that, that, that thinks she, she wants to pursue her career to like high level like you want to actually become somebody that makes impact at the, at the biggest stage in life it's important to have to be very selective of your partner to have somebody that can actually be a support system for you additional with the other support systems you already have and and and, and that's that's fantastic and thank you guys for your time I think we'll call it a wrap here. And I kind of like how we focused on the earlier part of the, <laughs> the, child, yeah. the child upbringing. And, yeah. and if we wanted to talk about the other stages of child, we could be here for like three, four hours. Right. Like, because like, you guys have experience and we'll probably have you guys back on the podcast where we, when we get to the point where we're discussing children at a later age. And I'm, it's always fascinating to talk to you guys. It was beautiful. Thank you Thank for Thank you so time. much for pleasure, having us. Pleasure, pleasure. It was a pleasure. All right, guys. And I'll, I'll just say... From from me to you, Santa Claus is about to leave the building. Yeah, right. That's that's <laughs> correct. Uh, right now, uh, we're going to have to We're going to have to leave right now, uh, and I hand over the microphone back to Marley. <laughs> I think we'll just give it to Bruno to call his show to an end. Okay, guys, you met, you met us.